0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in 347 237
0: 5506. Let's have a great show, guys.
2: Welcome, Survivor fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's May 26, 2016. And I'm so glad to have you here tonight for the final mic on the mic of the season with our fabulous host, Mike Albright, who is the number one Survivor fan in the entire world, who's currently up to 446 Survivor cast members. He's met in person. That is absolutely incredible. And he's got one of those Survivors Joining him tonight to recap the Karong season, Rodney Lavoy will be here tonight to chat with Mike and update his fans on what he's been up to these days as well. And as always, you're invited to call in at 1-347-237-5506. If you have a question or a comment for Mike and Rodney, call in. Um, make sure you listen to the prompts on the switchboard And press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Um, And I would like to mention and express um, our gratitude to Mike Albright for his dedication to this show and for all of the wonderful special guests he's brought to us week after week. If you're a listener of this show and you're listening to us live, I know many people can't be here with us live um, on air, but they listen to the show when it's convenient for them uh, in podcast form, and we always appreciate that, but if you can call in tonight and say thank you to Mike for this show uh, and all the hard work that he does, I think that would be fabulous, so please do that if you have the time tonight. Um, now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go.
3: They have volunteered to be marooned for 39 days. This is their story. This is Survival.
2: how are you
1: tonight? Oh, pretty good. Uh, exciting week. Uh, getting back and getting into work schedule and not being out in L.A. hanging out with survivors. I'm in the middle of a Fitbit challenge this week and dang, I've already walked 34 miles in four days and tonight's not done and haven't even hit tomorrow. So it's uh, been an exciting week for me. How's your week been?
2: Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for asking. It sounds like you're staying so active. I can't believe the pictures I've seen and how much you have transformed. You look absolutely fabulous. And with every pound you lose, you look so much younger. It's amazing to me. You just (laughs) look fabulous.
0: It's kind of
1: a Benjamin Button situation. I guess every... (laughs) every pound must equate to some amount of time because, uh, my voice sounds different. I'm just, uh, doing great. And in the past, uh, let's see, five or six days, I've lost 12 pounds since coming back from LA. I picked up a couple out there and, uh, but I've already knocked them all off. I don't even know what I'm at today and I still need to work out and probably do another two or three miles. So it's been a exciting time, but I just love the staying fit. It's, it's a very addicting thing to uh get drop all this weight and want to keep losing more. It's it's amazing and I have a whole whole new perspective on a lot of things.
2: Wow, that's that's incredible, Mike. I'm so proud of you and the accomplishments you've made and I I just can't get over the transformation and you've absolutely surpassed some of your goals already and you're you're still going strong, and you have such ambition about it now. It's it's so great to hear you be so encouraged, and you're encouraging so many other people. It's that's it's amazing the, that's the
1: amazing part. I don't know if I got to mention that much because we had a whirlwind show last week. But uh, you know, Jim Brown from Worlds Apart, we we had a really long conversation at the after party, and. You know, she wants me to help motivate one of her, her friends that's overweight and just doesn't think they can transform and you know, anyone can anyone can do anything. You just gotta put your mind to it and work work at it every day. The surgery was a huge component, but you know, the surgery doesn't help me walk seven miles a day and not, you know, eat bad food and be conscious of what I'm doing. So
2: Yeah, I know um Susie from Survivor called in to one of the shows that Michelle did um, when she had one of the people from Biggest Loser on and had her brother call in with her because her brother
0: mm-hmm.
2: is overweight and she was very, she was very concerned about her brother. And I often wonder how he's doing and yeah. if he ever got any any help. Um, she's often crossed my mind her and her brother and I think about them a lot, and just wonder how he is doing, and if he uh, ever made it on a journey to to lose weight, um, because she was so concerned about him. And there's so many people that you have encouraged in this process and motivated. It, it's Amazing! I look at your Facebook page, and so many people make comments about how you've motiv- motivated them, and they've gotten, you know, onto the fitness track and started working out, and it it just amazes me, you know, what you're doing, and I just give you all the props in the world.
1: Well, I re- I really appreciate it, and I love. It's uh, it, it really helps those days when it's cold or it's rainy or it's hot. and you just don't feel like doing it, but then you think, well, all these people have been supporting you. You don't wanna, don't wanna let them down. So it it means a lot, and I, I just want to encourage people, and I hope it's. A, I think it's hell of a story, and I think hope CBS wants to tap into that and put me on the show. We'll see. Uh, balls in their court once I actually apply, which will be very soon because. Oh, I'm only about 7 or 8 pounds away from hitting under 300. So, and that's just shocking oh, thinking about exciting. where I was last year. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so exciting. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think about what's going on with the biggest loser right now?
1: Uh, I wasn't really Have you aware. Heard about that? Is there is there a controversy? I know there's always been an issue with how they lose the weight. The extreme way they do it. So, I I don't know what's going on with Biggest Loser.
2: Well, there's a big controversy right now going on. With um, I know it's on Inside Edition or one of those shows. Um, a, a number of people have made some accusations about the show giving them pills, one of them being ephedra, um, and telling oh, them although, wow, although they are told that they're supposed to eat a 1,600-calorie diet um, per day, some of them were told, sort of under the table, not to eat more than 800 calories per day, and things like that. So now there's this big controversy going on about the Biggest Loser, and I don't know. I I mean I think ephedra was banned. Many years ago. Yeah. Um, but. We'll have to see what shakes out of that. I don't know. It seems to me like. You know some of the people that came on. And talked to Michelle. Were absolutely. Just over the top. About. Being so thrilled. That they went on the show. And absolutely loved it and had such success there. And then you hear these other people talking about, you know, these bad things that happened there. So you wonder, you know, which is really the case, you know, what's, what's really no. going on. So we'll have to see what, what shakes out of that. So Be curious to see I just wonder if you'd heard anything.
1: I don't really follow the show. And, uh, when Richard Atch talked to me about possibly being on it, and I was <laughs> it was really uh disheartening to be too fat to go on the biggest loser uh that's what he basically said via a producer through when I gave him some of my data just because of the time frame of the show. but I wish people the best of luck, however they do it uh I know I wouldn't want to do what I've done on national t v that's definitely would be something I wouldn't want to weigh in front of everybody but um hopefully controversies. Waynes, and uh, it's a pretty successful show, and it's changing people's lives. But I know a lot of those people have put the weight back on. So my goal is to not have that happen.
2: Right, exactly. And I think you're doing it the right way. So yeah. we do have one of your guests on the switchboard
1: already. Awesome. Uh, let's bring them in. It should be a lovely conversation.
2: We have the lovely Miss. Tasha Wilkie with us. Thank you so much for calling in, Tasha. You're welcome. Thank you for
1: the extreme uh short notice and your flexibility. But I can't wait to talk to you about an amazing event I've I've helped you with uh more and more over the years. You know, the first first one I bought a ticket on eBay, but uh you know, <laughs> I been there since the beginning. Uh if you don't mind just talk about because I know you, I believe you have a, a, a love of Survivor and some of the reality television, and how did you get involved with doing your own charity event? Uh,
4: I was diagnosed with diabetes in high school when I was a freshman, and then I did my big senior English project on Survivor, and then right after I graduated, I combined the two and decided
1: to have my own charity event. Awesome. And when, did, when, was, when, did that, when was the first event, and how many uh, events have there been?
4: Uh, the first one was in 2003, and there were 70 reality
1: stars. And this will be the 12th one next weekend. Awesome, and I wow. can't wait to be involved with that. Uh, I think since probably I don't I don't know when I officially started doing flights. There used to be another older gentleman that could really handle the bankroll on that. Literally, as a <laughs> <laughs> retired banker, uh, my uh, I've talked about him before on. Survivor Oz, and I think this show, um, Daryl Wolcott, who was the original super fan. um, I don't know, maybe like the fourth or fifth one, I started doing flights, and now I still do that and help drive people around, and it's great having an event, you know, so close to me, Uh, and the the good thing is, when the event didn't exist for a couple years, I was in Mississippi, so I didn't have to miss it, so (laughs) uh, what I... What all is going on at, at this particular Reality for Diabetes, Tasha?
4: Um, next Friday, we're doing an autograph signing and a bowling event. We're doing the walk at Kings Island on Saturday and a dinner Saturday night. We're doing putt-putt golf on Sunday and a meet-and-greet and autograph signing at the Beach Water Park. And on Monday, we're doing an escape room and a skating party.
1: Cool, and uh, I know I'm really excited, and I'm especially excited for this because my, uh, my co-host and producer worked with Sherry for a couple years, never met her. She's coming up to the event, so I guess she's totally stoked. Sherry, what are you most looking forward to at coming to Reality for Diabetes?
2: Meeting both of you.
0: <laughs> Sweet.
2: Absolutely, bar none, meeting both of you.
4: I'm glad you're coming.
1: We'll have to get a to lot it. of pictures.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. I'll bring my big Nikon D60 that my husband just got me and uh, take a lot of pictures.
1: Awesome. awesome. One of my uh, jinx, one of my favorite parts of the event, aside from just hanging out with the cast is the event on uh Saturday in the morning, the walk. And in the past, I, you know, walking in three point, I think it's, is it 3.1 miles or so, Tasha? That was Really, really, yeah, really tough for me. And this year it's going to be literally a walk in the amusement park. And uh, my buddy, (laughs) first survivor I met, Roger, Roger Bingham, we used to strategically walk and we knew the shortcuts and we knew where this golf cart was. We'd always sit on and we never went down and saw the dinosaur part. So we would only do like maybe a 1.3 mile walk. So this year that's going to be dramatically different. So aside from Roger, do you have a, that you don't have to run through every single person, Tasha That That's fine But for the listeners who are in the tri-state area Or maybe not And can still book a flight or a train Or a hot air balloon Or whatever they can do to get to Cincinnati Who um Who's coming to this amazing event?
4: Um, we have 30 people From Survivor Big Brother The Amazing Race in Redneck Island And I think 23 of them are survivors And we have Mike, Michelle, and Chris And there's a bunch of them. Um, we have McCrae, Spencer, and Judd from Big Brother. Local Matt. Okay. That's a pretty big cast. Yeah, three of the girls from this last season.
0: That's gonna be
1: cool to see them. And I wow. uh, just saw them last week, and they're amazing. And I've this will be the third time to see Michelle. I'm excited because. She signed my winner's buff, but it was kind of fast in the bar, so I want to get her to – I think she signed it upside down. And I didn't get her on my other buff, so it'll be a great opportunity to um to do that. And we've got a few people that haven't been to an event in a while, um, one of which is from Season 1 and Blood versus Water. So I'm excited to see Jervis Peterson. He's going to be yeah. – He's, uh, I don't know the last event Jervis did, so this is, uh, it might have been one of yours. I'm not sure. I don't know if he mentioned, did he say, I don't think he's done stuff for a while besides his last finale. Yeah,
4: I don't remember many events at all that he's done.
2: So that'll be... That's pretty
4: incredible. So how much, how, first of all, how would
2: people find out about, you know, getting the info about the event and... Or where would they go on, like, Facebook or somewhere to find out all the info? And um, I guess give us that information. Go ahead.
4: um, If you type in reality and the number four diabetes, and on Facebook there's a group page, you can see all the information.
2: Okay. And... What kind of um, co- does it cost to get in? How would people get tickets? Is all that information on the the page it there? Is.
4: and if anybody has any questions, they can email me to at reality the number four diabetes at aol dot com.
2: Awesome. Okay. Because well, I um, think this would be a great fan event because there's a lot of you know. Reality Stars going, there's a lot of activities that fans can, you know, attend and be there with the Reality Stars. Perfect event for, you know, fans to go to and be there with the Reality Stars and be able to get autographs. It sounded like two autograph signings and great events for people to go to. So it sounds like a really fun event.
4: The events are as cheap as $15. You can putt-putt with a reality star on your team for just $15 donation.
2: Wow.
1: And what does uh, all, these, all these proceeds go towards? Uh, what, what, what does it benefit, Tasha?
4: Um, the JDRF, which they are the leading global organization that funds type 1 diabetes research. And they've raised over $2 billion since 1970 towards finding a cure.
1: Wow. And a huge chunk of that, I think, has come from Tasha's team. Uh, you, <laughs> As a non-corporate team, I think it's one of the individual teams. What's your track record there? Haven't you won some awards and had some honors because of how successful you've been?
4: Yeah, we've been the top friends and family team. Um, we started back in 2013 after the first eight. I took a break of about five years because of some family deaths and stuff like that. But we raised mm-hmm. 12 over 12,000 that year we raised over 18,000 in 2014 over 27,000 last year and our goal this year is at least 28,000 and we're almost to 27,000 we're at 26,686.24 as of right before this
1: Well folks wow. you know, I can get online and knock it over 27 grand and if you're really affluent let's get to 30,000 <laughs> or 35 uh I don't know how many folks listen to this show but Got a spare dollar laying around, or your tax returns burning a hole in your pocket? Um, <laughs> see what you can do and donate, because uh, I do as much as I can. I, I help bring the, as I call it, the talent in, because uh, some of the folks are local. But getting getting survivors and Big Brothers and Amazing Racers anywhere is there's a cost associated with that in the hotel, so it's it's yeah. tricky to do. That first year, I can't even imagine what was spent on flights to get 70 reality stars. I know it was thirteen 000. years. Seventeen thousand dollars. So <laughs> if you have a time machine and seventeen thousand dollars, you could have gotten seventy survivors to Cincinnati. And that was a cool event wow. I was at. I like I said, I got an eBay ticket and I was guaranteed to sit with a survivor, and I'm like, Well, that's pretty cool. Well, when I got to my table, Rob Sesternino came out and I was like, Wow, Rob's so cool and so popular. Amazon had just aired and then Jenna Maraska and Heidi Strobel came out, so I I think I did very well for
4: (laughs) I think you did
1: pretty
2: darn well.
1: Yeah, and not to mention Jen and Heidi had just been in Playboy, so as a as a younger man that was pretty cool. And Rob was pretty awesome as well. So (laughs) But it's a Yeah, we're doing
4: a similar dinner Saturday night, but it's at the old spaghetti factory and it's you can get tickets as low well as $45, and you'll have at least one reality star at your table.
1: There you go, folks. You can pick their brain, ask them about their season or what they thought of this season, and uh should be a lot yeah, of fun.
4: We are doing a question and answer session at that event, too, and a live auction. Oh, so
0: they can the good get thing some is,
2: good
4: stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's
1: different events every year, too, which is the neat thing is, you could have gone to one reality for diabetes, but if you go to another one, you know some of the events are similar, but you know I'd say over half the events are things that we've not even done before, so it's a amazing right. opportunity what's your uh what was your take on this season tasha did you um you know I think all survivors good I like certain certain ones better than other ones, but uh what was your take on Survivor Co. Wrong? Who'd you like? Who'd you not like? Uh were you happy with Michelle winning?
4: <laughs> I was. That's who I was rooting for. I don't know if it was because she was coming to the event since the beginning of the season or what, but I ended up liking her anyway and I wanted her to win.
1: Okay. Cool. And she's gonna be there, so that's uh that's even cooler.
4: Yeah. I was excited.
2: Absolutely. Sounds like you've got some really fun events. I can't wait yeah, to hear. Yeah, it should this. be a
4: good time.
2: Yeah, and I. And it looks like we have your second guest on the switchboard.
1: Oh, cool. Tasha, you're more than welcome to stay on if you want to talk to Rodney at all. Rodney's going to be talking about Rodney Bowl in October, but uh, I do really appreciate appreciate you coming on, and uh, I'll I'll be seeing you a week from today as the all event right. gets started. So you're you're more than welcome to hang out if you want to. Um, Thanks but Rodney for having on. me.
4: I- I have to run because Mandy and Cooper are waiting for me to have dinner with them or I would say, but thank you. All right. You. Well,
1: have a great dinner and give them all a hug for me and give yourself a hug too. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, Tasha, thank you, you so week. much you. for
2: calling in.
4: You're welcome. Thank we,
2: you. We really appreciate it.
4: No problem. You have a great Bye. week and
2: we'll see you next weekend.
4: Okay. Thank you.
2: Bye. All right. Thank you, honey. Bye Cooper. <laughs> all right. And let's bring up Mr. Rodney. Here we go. Thank you, Rodney, for calling in. You're on with Mike. How are you?
0: Can you
1: guys hear me? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. We we can hear you loud and clear. How you guys doing? We are good. We just got done talking to Tasha about her event, which is uh, next week. And uh, we wow. just wanted to... If you had any remarks about the past season, and then we were gonna tear into talking about Rodney Bowl too, and all the amazing things you're doing for it. So I guess first off, how did you think of Survivor Co Wrong? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What What's your opinion on it?
3: No, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I thought it was good. Yeah, um, you had a lot of action, and then towards the end, you didn't know that um, you didn't know who was gonna win. You know, it was a toss up. I I like that a lot, to be honest with you. What do you guys think? Do you guys like it?
1: Uh, Yeah, I know I did. I I like Michelle and Ty and Aubrey. I I was a huge Aubrey fan from pretty much the first or second episode. I thought I liked her gameplay overall better, but, you know, I'm not on the Survivor jury, so that doesn't really matter what I think. But overall, fun season, a lot of twists and turns, so I liked it. Uh, Sherry, what was your take?
2: I enjoyed the season. I thought it was really good, especially on the heels of, you know, just coming off of second chances and that being such a great season. I was kind of concerned about whether this season was going to really hold our interest, and it certainly did. And, you know, a great cast, and it, it was really well done and held our interest to the very end. Um... I enjoyed yeah, no, every minute of I, I,
3: it. I like how I like how this cast um it's kind of it's kind of a little bit like ours too. They're all they're all close and they just enjoy the experience together. They knew mm-hmm. that you know they were coming in and they're, they're playing a cutthroat game. And now a lot of them are friends. I met a lot of them. They're all you know very cool people. Uh, Aubrey, I spent a lot of time with her and Julia because they were on the area. We had some viewing parties and stuff like that. Uh, you go up and down the board. There's a lot of. Uh, a lot of nice people. There. And the one thing I don't really do is, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. I, mm-hmm. I'm on the show. I've been on the show, so I know how certain edits can be. So I don't yeah. judge nobody, uh, you know, especially if I, I don't meet nobody. So, you know, a lot of people like like jumping down people's throats and saying this person's that, this, this person's that. But you really don't know somebody, you know, until you really get to meet them and, and see. Because it, it's an edit. It's not like Big Brother where you get to see him 24-7. You get to see him once a week mm-hmm. on Wednesday. So, For sure, and
1: I I fully agree with that opinion, and uh, I've definitely learned that from meeting so many of you guys and gals in the past that some of the nicest people on the show are total jerks off of it, and some people that get a rough edit could be the nicest people, so it's uh, it's crazy. Was it weird being a year from it and actually playing and then seeing how you were portrayed watching – you know, this season unfold was that kind of surreal for you, or what was it like seeing this season, especially since Second Chances was a bunch of returners. They were, they kind of knew the game better with another new cast. What was that like to watch?
3: I like seeing, yeah, because uh, I mean, watching my season was the first time I ever watched the season, and then I watched Second yeah. Chance, and now I got this one under my belt. And now, because you know I'm in the community, I watched a lot of uh, a lot of old stuff too. But um, no, I like that. I like new players. You get to see. You know, the excitement, you know, when you come back on for a second, third, fourth time, you're coming there for all business. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. no, no fun and games, no like, oh, my God, I'm on Survivor. It's no, I've already was on Survivor. I lost or maybe I won last time and I'm going to come out here and I'm going to either show you guys when we vote and take home the title again or I got something to prove. So it's it's kind of all business. So I like seeing how they, you know, they kind of just played loose. It was kind of crazy. They did a lot of talk, talking at Tribal Council, which I thought was crazy. I'm like, just keep, nah, just keep that to yourself. Don't let Jeff get it out of you. But they, they had, they had a lot of, um, a lot of competitors. It was, uh, it was definitely a fun season to watch for sure.
1: For sure, I was. Uh,
3: we were both,
1: Sherry and I were huge Thai fans. I think from the, even the. Oh, I know. I know, I, know th- in- I know you're a huge yeah.
3: Thai fan. I know you're a huge <laughs> Thai fan. Oh yeah and
1: t- <laughs>
0: Oh you, well you know we've been
1: trying to get him to Rodney Bowl. Uh we're working through that, but just I couldn't believe what he would say at tribal council. I felt I love the dude, but I was like, Ty, just shut up, man. You're killing yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah, see the thing is just like at the end a lot of people thought maybe Aubrey uh she had the edge, but what you don't see is some people who play either play the game too hard. And all it takes is one day, which is that final tribal. If you come in there and you give a killer speech and you connect with people's heart and you get in, if you cut in deep and you let them know how good of a game you play, all it takes is one day to convince all them people up there to give you the million dollars. So whatever you see mm-hmm. on TV, you know, it's is, is, is kind of like you don't know what's really going on the other 72 hours because you're only seeing a what 45 minutes after commercials. So it's hard mm-hmm. to tell. That's why it keeps the, the fans so – Intrigued, like, how did that happen, you know? So you got to love a nice edit, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. It's all about moments, you know? And she had her moment that day at Tribal Council, and she was able to, you know, describe her game very well, turn on the waterworks at the right time, and everything just bounced her way. Yeah. She got all the votes, and it was just yeah, and all and so one thing in the I think moment for her. Say,
3: uh, I don't like when people say, uh, oh, that they say something like, oh, that wasn't a good winner, that was a bad winner. There's no such thing as a bad winner. If you get to the end and you win this game, you went through the, the trials and tribulations, you deserve to win. You deserve to get that money. I don't care what anybody says. So if you make it to the end and you're the winner, well, winner, winner, chicken dinner, you're the winner. There's no, nobody can take that check away from you. You're the you're sole survivor. That's it. That's a good
1: segue into two questions I have is we had three Medevacs, one of which basically came from a reward challenge, which we know from your season that was a tricky thing for you to get a reward, and then Mark the Chicken <laughs> Mark the Chicken goes thirty nine days and even makes an appearance at Final Tribal and he wasn't eaten. So I guess my two questions are what is your take on three people getting Medevac, especially Joe from a reward and then
3: how the I hell did Mark Joe. the Chicken make it so far? <laughs> oh, I, Joe is a beast. Um, that killed me to see him uh, to see him get medevac like that. Um, yeah. Seeing somebody just fight like he did, and you know, being a young buck at 24 when I was on the show, and, and knowing what it does to your body, and he did it all the way at 71. Um, I kind of knew it was coming because once they gave him the hashtag, he didn't get one hashtag or one shout out all season. And then you, hear, <laughs> yeah. you know, you heard about a, a medevac, you know, previously because of spoilers, or whatever. And then you see him get yeah. medevac, and it was just it was just sad. You wanted to see him go to the distance because I think every single person, you know, wanted to bring him to the final three because you know they felt they had a good shot to win him. But who knows? He has a he is a he's a great guy. Maybe he'd win some people over. But um, yeah. Yeah, no, he's definitely a beast, and that chicken would have been um, killed ASAP on my camp. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> if you had me and my, if you had me and Mister Mike Holloway, we eat that chicken. So they, that chicken <laughs> ain't surviving. That's, that thing's gone. But you know, I, I, I respect Ty and his love for animals and all that. Um, yeah. And that, was, that was pretty cool. He got a, uh, a donation for being such a nice guy. He is, and I had a lot of. I had to talk with a couple of talks with Ty on the phone. He's a he's an awesome guy. So. Kudos to the first chicken making it thirty-nine days.
4: It'll
1: probably be the only chicken that ever does that. And uh, I, if I ever make it on the show, we're we're eating the chicken. We're gonna eat a pig. We'll eat whatever we can catch and find. If the lettuce. If you barks. find a,
3: if you find a, if you find a pig, you let me know. <laughs> I we, doubt we, we have... will, but you never know what, where the location
1: could be. It could be close enough. Maybe some errant pig gets out there. I'm always always wondering in season one that pig looked kind of tame. So I don't know. If that, I don't know how that, how wild that pig was that Mike Scoopin' killed, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, Rodney Bowl Two is coming up in what th- four short months.
3: Um, yeah, but, yeah, before four and a half months, October eighth. Um, it's um, ten minutes um, from Logan Airport, um, right outside of Boston, in, in Malden, Mass. Um, the place is called Townline Luxury Lanes. And is 48 luxury bowling lanes, um, over 150 arcade games. Um, we also have a, a luxury bar and a luxury nightclub called Mix 360. So it's 80,000 uh, square feet. The place is massive. Um, and it's going to be loaded with not only your favorite uh, reality stars, celebrities, athletes. Um, we're also going to have, um, because the foundation, it's uh, the Bullies Reality Foundation, Rodney Bowl II. We're going to have a kid that's either been severely bullied, um, cancer, homeless, and all other severe afflictions. They're going to have their dream come true with their favorite reality style with the fans in each lane. So not only are the fans having a blast by, you know, bowling with their favorite, but you also get to see um, a kid's, um, you know, dream become a reality. So it's it's pretty special.
1: Awesome. And I know uh, as a fan, it's always great to see the alumni of the show, especially Survivor. But, Anytime you get to help, whatever the charity is, and this is just, I didn't get to help last year and I, I was somebody that was bullied as a kid. So helping these kids feel more confident or kids that are dealing with whatever other struggles, that's its going to be extremely powerful. So it's a cool, it's a cool thing to do, hang out and party with people and all that, but it's for, it sounds like it's for an amazing cause. And I, I I'm, I'm honored to help as much as possible. And, uh, i just can't wait to make it to the event i was under it sucked i couldn't go to the last one just it was so close to some other stuff but i'm uh yeah, we, i'm all in on
3: this one yeah we kind of threw it together and um you know we had some uh you know pretty awesome people show up and you know um you know a lot of the events malcolm malcolm uh Freeber, he usually doesn't show up to anyone but he came out to my last year and let's just say he's a tough critic and he came out and he was like, this is absolutely amazing. Like he, everybody was shocked by how organized it was, how fun it was. Um, it was just a blast, you know, uh, unbelievable food, unbelievable time, unbelievable cause. It was just, um, you know, we hit a home run and I'm and we're just very excited now to do, to do the next one. Uh, and we have something very um, special lined up for the nighttime too. So um the schedule, how it's going to be, is from 1 to 4. Um, that's going to be the bowling section, like I spoke of. And then from 4.30 to 7.30, we have a large um, dance floor stage where all the um, celebrities, reality stars, are going to be sitting in chairs. And we're going to have um type of stadium seating. Um, and all the fans get to sit in the chairs with all the celebrities and the reality stars in one building. We have a guest host coming. Uh, On the microphone and uh, one by one, fans get to line up in line and they get to ask their favorite survivor, big brother, amazing race, reality star athlete, the question that they've always dreamed of. So you get to come up and say, let's say, for for instance, oh, uh, you know, my name is Tina. Um, Hernandez from Wisconsin And I wonder hey, um, you know, Derek, uh, when you're on Big Brother 16 And you won and you did this and did that How did you do this strategy? And Derek will call me, hey, how you doing? And he's going to explain his strategy So, And then you get to come up, take pictures, get autographs It's kind of unique, very interactive Very fun, we get drinks flowing Food being served it's, we did it last year and everybody was like, Wow, that was one of the funnest things uh we've ever done because you really get to spend time with the uh with the celebrities, uh, rather than going from table to table and getting two seconds, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Uh that should be a lot of fun and I can't wait can't wait for all of it. It should be exciting time. Sherry, yeah, do you yeah. have any uh questions about the event or um I'm not sure if you're gonna be able to make it to that. I know she, you're gonna be in Cincinnati. So I don't know what you're doing in four and a half months, but uh, you want yeah, to go
2: Yeah, making it up to the East Coast is pretty hard for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah no, I, I
2: yeah, wish you yeah, yeah. could make it there, but I can't fly until I have another surgery, so I doubt that I'll be able to make it to Rodney Bowl, but it sounds like an awesome event.
3: Yeah, no, it really is, and we we wish you could make it. Uh, if not, we'll have plenty of pictures and videos that, that Mike will send you away for sure. And um the last part is um from um you get all the slugs get to take a break, um fans get to hang out and, and when we have a um a huge concert with big name artists that are gonna perform. I'm talking hit artists. Um we're in talks with some serious, serious, um Grammy winning um artists concert going down. So not only are you gonna be a little party, uh it's a twenty one plus event. Not only you're gonna be able to party and and have drinks with your um, favorite stars, but you're also gonna enjoy a, a concert with. Um, we're in talks with three to four different hit artists, so it's gonna be. Once I make that announcement, uh, it's gonna it's, it's gonna get a little crazy.
1: It should be good, and I, I'm not gonna uh, spoil by any means. But I'm not very musically savvy, but even I have heard of these people, and they're pretty phenomenal names. So I can't wait to when you can when he can announce who's coming, because it's going to knock your socks and your shoes and your pants off of you, so. Yeah,
3: well, hopefully you keep your shoes and your pants and your socks on at the event, but yeah, I got, I got you, brother.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, especially if you're bowling, don't, we don't need any street <laughs> shoes,
3: we don't make sure you're wearing the bowling <laughs> shoes, we don't mess up the oh, we 48 lanes. The we, we got you with the shoes and everything. We got you, and even if you don't attend, we're going to have a um, a raffle, too, where you can win um, three different prizes, Skype phone calls, in um, a an all-paid, in- inclusive trip, flight, hotel, the whole nine paid for. So, let's say if you know you wanted to go, you could throw in um, a couple of raffles uh, through PayPal that we're, we're going to send out, and maybe you have, to, maybe you'll win, and you, she'll be able to come on uh, on the on the dollar, you and know, also. Yeah, Skype with your favorite
1: reality star and uh, and make money for the event. So I, I've gotten a couple myself. I think I've gotten who Joaquin and Will. So we're gonna. As soon as I pay for those, they will be on the show next season, Sherry. So it's guaranteed talent getting in on the show. Um, is those oh calls. yeah.
3: No. Anytime, any anything for you, Big Mike.
1: <laughs> any other oh, swag everybody. if people want
3: to get involved? Is there
1: is there any stuff they can smaller stuff they can buy if they can't really do a Skype call? Or are there going to be any other opportunities oh,
3: like? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I like I made you one. Um, anybody mm-hmm. who who wants to be a part of Bullies Reality Foundation. Um, and what we're doing, which is, uh, I, I actually just got, uh, the pitches from the CEO, uh, of what he just did for this homeless family. And we're releasing it this Saturday. Um, I can't, I, I want to keep it a surprise and, but this Saturday okay. we, we're giving them a brand new everything. A brand, we finally, after four to six weeks, we got them from Los Angeles where, um, you know, they were homeless on the streets um, living out of a broken-down car in a very dangerous neighborhood. And uh, a kid named Max, he, um, you know, was on his last straw, and he felt like he was a burden to his mother, and he was, gonna, he was, gonna, he was contemplating about, you know, committing suicide. Uh, and he commented on uh, our Bullies Reality Instagram page saying that. So the Bullies Reality CEO, Tim, contacted me that night at 1030 at night and said, we're flying to L.A. tomorrow to come save this kid's life. So we flew right to L.A., um, got him in a hotel, and we found out the story and what was really going down, and what was going down was extremely horrible. Um, So what we did was we said, listen, out here in California, it's going to be hard for you guys to survive. Um, How do you guys like Texas? And they said, we actually love Texas. Well, we said, well, guess what? We're bringing you home with Texas and the tears that came down their eyes the joy of knowing that being on the streets and being Rail survivors foundation where you just reached out on Instagram, just absolutely just changed their life. They have an absolute 360. we got the two kids jobs at car washes where, uh, and a mother a makeover and getting her a new job. And we're putting Max who reached out to us on Instagram back in school. Cause he's been out of school since he was 11 years old. So, um, it's just saving America one family at a time because, you know, the government the system lets down a lot of, a lot of families. And, you know, our goal is to have everybody come together. And when you see what we've done for this family, we want to do this for multiple families in your city in all cities all throughout the country and save lives. So. Awesome.
1: I'm, I'm so honored uh, uh, to
3: help out with this man. And it just sounds
1: like a a great event and Sherry at the, at, Tasha's event. I hope to as soon as Rodney can get it there. We'll be. I'll be having shirts and bracelets, and you, everyone can rock out their support um, for this event. So buy as many bracelets and shirts as you guys can if you're listening. And if you don't get them from me, you know, get them from the website once everything's operational. But
0: everyone yeah, can rock and
3: it like, out and and just like just like yourself and a couple other people, if you go to the Bullies Rally uh dot org uh website we have ambassadors so what we do is we you know yeah we we have the celebrities that do escape phone calls or raise money and they're part of us but we want the super fans we want the everyday ordinary people we want the people who are passionate who really want to make a difference so you contact me direct um through either email or Facebook or any of my social media. If you really want to be a Bullies Reality Ambassador, I'll put your picture on the website. I put the plugs to your Instagram, your Twitter, your uh, Facebook, and we can get you going and, you know, really be a part of something special and and welcome yourself to the family. So uh, we give that opportunity to all people who are passionate about what we're doing.
2: Cool. Should be. That sounds great.
1: Yeah. Well, so, uh, they did a. Oh, sorry, Sherry, go ahead. I,
2: go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just gonna ask what Rodney uh, thought about the promo for next season, but if you were to add another question about his event, whatever no, no, makes go the most ahead. sense. Well, uh, what, what's your perspective on season thirty-three from the promo we got at the finale?
3: Um, I don't. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I I, I guess you're gonna have to wait till you see the um the cast uh you know the, the cast videos and and more of the hype you know um I don't know what do you think of the name and all that That's, you guys you, what do you guys think?
1: I saw it uh I had a little insider information so I saw the logo the night before and I was kind of like really because I've I, I I love CBS I love SEG I love everything they do. The logo just wasn't catching me. The name felt kind of like something on that I would have thought I'd seen on like the Amazing Race or uh the, like uh, yeah the Amazing Race or something. I, I'm curious because I I studied some of the generational differences when I was in school and I've I've given presentations on the topic, so I, I know there's some definitive things between you know like your grandparents' generation or your parents or your generation. And I know I'm definitely in Generation X, but I work with millennials as a, cause I work at the college. So I can see the differences and I can see it's going to be very, uh, I think it's going to be a very compelling season with different types of people, but it, it's weird because I think the oldest millennial is only two years younger than the youngest generation X person. So at the end of the day, I think they might've just been like, eh, this guy's a millennial or this lady's a Gen X. And I think it's a little fabricated versus, you know, like when they had racially divided tribes on Cook Island's yeah, that makes sense. Or women versus men, or age difference. But is this whole "I'm I'm Generation X" and this is how I feel about whatever. I think it's it's interesting, but as as somebody that's Generation X, and I I think I don't know, Rodney, do you consider yourself millennial or Generation X, or do you consider yourself
3: any of it, or? Um, I just look at it like this. I, I just feel like the name will just disintegrate because right when the game begins and these people are playing Survivor and they're battling, it doesn't matter what the name is. So if if you've got games out there and you guys are enjoying it, you're not going to care what the logo looks like and you're not going to care what the title is as long as these people are bringing it and you guys are enjoying it. I think really that's all that that really matters when it comes to names and seasons because, I mean, now we're on season 33. I mean, (laughs) it's absolutely insane, like how many more – different platforms, and I mean, I know people have their ideas, but when they're sitting at the round table, it's like, you, know, you just want to make sure you get contestants that are ready to come in there, bring you entertainment, bring you some fun, bring you some good gameplay, and come out there and um, you know be happy with the season. For
1: sure. Yeah, I think it, I know after a, an episode or two, it's not going to even matter, and they're probably going to do kind of a swap around episode three or four anyway, so they're going to all be intermingled. I think it's funny, and I know that from talking to my students, I know that some of the stuff they do, you know, as Generation X, I know I bag on sometimes Millennials like everyone gets a trophy and there's graduation ceremonies for every grade now, um, so that's kind of my take. And I'm, Sherry, I'm not—I don't want to assume what generation you are. I would assume <laughs> old school Generation X or maybe Baby Boomer, so you might have beef with Millennials and Generation um, X. I, I don't know, but what's your perspective on? dividing this by quote unquote generation differences.
2: I think it's gonna be interesting. I usually vote for the the older generation, so to speak, anyway. I thought that Joe getting it done at seventy one was amazing, even though he didn't you know he didn't fare well in a lot of the competitions. Doing what he did at the age of 71 was simply amazing, and I will challenge anybody who has played Survivor to go back out there when they're 71 years old and do it again at 71. Because, grant you, the the age difference means a lot. Doing it at, at that age is... Totally just remarkable.
1: I um,
3: agree with that. Absolutely. And on the converse so, side
1: of that, you know, Joe dominated as an older guy, but then you look at somebody like Julia too, you know, they're fifty one age difference and I think they I think they both rocked out for, you know, Joe being an older guy having a lot of challenges, but you know, Julia I think they both did a great job and they were on the extremes of age, so
2: that's true. I think she even – didn't she even lie about her age at one point to get on the show and say that she was older than she was, say she was in, like, in her 20s?
1: I think Jeff said that at the reunion show, yeah, that she was, like, saying she was in her 20s, so. Yeah.
2: That's how
3: you know she was good for the game. You got to – I uh, got to wrap it up, brother, because I got to get going.
1: But thank you for coming on, man. And uh, anything uh, for you, brother. Closer to the season, we might get some more folks on, and you're more than welcome to come back. And when we get closer to the event, you know, in September, talk about talk about it as well. But we just want to get as
3: many people involved as we can. So thank you. Oh, absolutely, brother. Anytime, just you you know what to do. Just 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 contact me, brother, and uh, I'm there for you.
1: We'll do. Thank you so much, Rodney.
2: All right.
1: Thank, thank you. you guys. Have a good day, all right. Take care. Great to hear from you again. Well, awesome. We've gotten to promote two amazing events, one of which I've worked with for, gosh, years, and one I'm new to the game, but I'm really excited to, you know, help out. And it should be an amazing, amazing time. And I get to go up to Boston, which is just a f- amazing town. And hang out with some really cool people that I care about from reality TV and some that weren't on reality TV. So,
2: <laughs> that's cool. We didn't get to play um a new game with him. I was just getting ready to pull out some questions. So, maybe we can play a little game with you just before we close the the show up. Um
1: All right, I'm up for a game, sure.
2: We've been I've been breaking the game out. Uh we we played it on Michelle's show and had some fun with it. And so we'll we'll try a few of these questions with you and see how we do. Um so let's say if I'm trying to think who to put in here. Um, who can I put into this question? Let me do one of the the ones that I can just put everybody in first because I don't know who to put whose name to put in that one.
1: So. Sorry, are you? was that a question? On, Sorry, I was...
2: No, no. So this is, Mike on the mic, imagine if we were all participating at an elementary school spelling bee, which player would be the first player eliminated? So think of all of the, the survivor alumni you have met, the 446 you've met so far.
1: Oh, I have an answer for this.
2: And you were all at an elementary school spelling bee, which survivor alumni would be the first eliminated
1: well i've got a there's a couple candidates I would have for this, but uh I think because he's helped with other student with uh, children be get better reading so he think he he could be a better reader. I would have said big Tom, but I think another uh, Virginian I will definitely go with who had the worst spelling of all time, my man, Ralph Kaiser. I think if we were having a grade school spelling bee, I don't know if he was doing that on purpose, but I would imagine if he wasn't the first out, he'd be really quick out of a spelling bee.
2: I think that's a pretty good one. Okay. Okay. So, out of all of the 446 cast members that you've met, Mike on the mic, imagine if you were all blasting your favorite song, which player would sing along but not know the words?
1: Huh. I'm trying to think, because... There's a lot of them that love karaoke that would definitely jump on board with that in a heartbeat. Um, and I don't – a lot of my favorite movie, music is like movie music, like John Williams' soundtracks, and there is no real song necessarily. But I guess somebody like Kelly Shin would just try to sing whatever the hell was on there, and I, she'd, she'd do her really good best, and she's so enthusiastic and energetic, but I'm not sure she'd know the words because I don't know if there would be words. So that's my okay.
0: answer for that
2: question. <laughs> okay. Let's say that Joe um Oh, what's his last name? has the man bun Joe
1: Joe Anglum.
2: Yeah, Anglem. Let's say he was a type of underwear. Which would he be? Tidy whities a thong, Boxers, Underoos, Commando, or Thermal? <sighs> That's a very interesting
1: question. Um, <laughs> I'd actually add an underwear category if I can. Um, he's just so versatile And and my I'm not a boxer guy Or a brief guy I'm a boxer brief guy I love the boxer briefs Because they're the best of both worlds They provide everything you need I'd say Joe's is the boxer brief A stylish boxer brief Just because he He just can handle any situation And he's awesome Just like a good pair of boxer briefs
2: Okay Let's say That gosh, I'm losing my names here. Um, the the football player, or not the basketball player from the season. Um, Scott Pollard. Scott. Let's say Scott was a body part. Which would he be? A bicep? A funny bone? A gluteus maximus? A cranium? A heart? Or a backbone? Um, I'd say the I'd say the funny bone because uh,
1: I thought some of my some of my favorite moments were from the tallest players this season, Neil, Nick, and uh, Scott. I think I had some funny moments. That laugh of his, just being a big three, three hundred and ten pound, six hundred or six uh, six foot eleven basketball guy. He sounded like Joss from those old uh, James Bond movies. So I'd say a funny bone. With a bit of Gluteus Maximus,
2: because I think he was a bit of an ass to Alicia, but
1: it was fun TV, so what are you going to do?
2: Okay, one last question. Let's say Jason from this season was a cartoon character. Who would he be? G.I. Joe, Mickey Mouse, Prince Charming, Elmer Fudd, He Man, or Bart Simpson?
1: I'd say Bart Simpson, because Bart Simpson's a very complex character. He can be, you know, uh, an unruly 10-year-old kid, but he's also one of the smartest, cleverest, you know, most articulate, funniest people you can meet. But he also has that side where he's a bit of a punk kid. So I'd say uh, Bart Simpson would be my my answer for that. Because I, I love the Simpsons, and I think Bart Simpson's one of the most compelling characters ever, because he's an underachiever and proud of it, but he's also had some of the most touching moments of any cartoon character I can imagine.
2: There you go. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Sure. We can do that every
1: episode if you have questions like that uh, for the future installments of
0: this.
2: And it's great for the guests, because we can ask them questions about their current cast, and oftentimes you know, they will tend to explain why, you know, they've answered the question, you know, a particular way, and it brings up great conversation. So it's always great to play games, and sometimes it can get really funny. So I love it.
1: Bring some questions for next week, and we can, uh, we'll can. we we'll do a trial run with some people. Mike Holloway, I, he'll answer anything, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: Sounds good. Well, Mike, I just want to say thank you so very much for everything you've done for this show and bringing us so many wonderful Survivor alumni. You are so dedicated, and we appreciate you so very much. So thank you for another wonderful season of Mike on the Mic, and I can't wait until next season starts because I know you're going to have – all of the people from Korong coming on uh, to talk to us about the upcoming season, and I look forward to hearing from them and seeing how you're doing. Of course, I'll be following you anyway, but um, you know, just talking to you about the upcoming season, and hopefully, you'll be in the the mix and the running for an upcoming season real soon. So. That'll be exciting, um, but I just want to say thank you for everything you've done. We really, really. My appreciate
0: pleasure.
1: It. It's been a fun four seasons, and I can't wait to get more more uh, celebrities on here. And I've been honing my skills since uh, Blood vs Water, San Juan del Sur, and I I think I've hopefully gotten better each week. And I can't wait to see how we do it for 33 and 34.
2: Sounds wonderful. I can't wait too. So thank you so very much. You have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful off season. And I look forward to having you back for the upcoming season of survivor. And we'll do it all again.
0: Sleep.
1: See you in September. And we'll have some, uh, we'll let everybody know when those will be. We'll have a, definitely a promo show and we'll see what cool alumni will be here.
2: Sounds good. Um, and I get to see you in a week, so that's going to be so much fun. I can't believe we're finally going to get to see each other face-to-face. Sweet. we we'll very soon, so. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. We're going to wrap this one up uh, with Lana, as we always do. Remember to join us on Monday. For the Manic Monday show with Michelle Casta At 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central I'll be announcing her special guest soon On on Twitter So keep your eyes peeled for that Thank you again, Mike So much for everything I know I've said it before I keep saying thank you But I just appreciate you so much Um, And I'll miss you For the off season but I'm glad I I get to see you next week So that'll help (laughs)
1: We'll have to Skype or something over the off-season, maybe. We'll see. So We've got to stay in comunicado. There,
2: there you go. We'll do that. All right. You take care. Enjoy the off-season. Take care of yourself. Keep working out, and I know you will. And I can't wait until you get that application in for Survivor, because I think they'll have you on really quick. They know you. They know what you're about, and... I know they adore you, so I don't think it'll take too long before they have you on Survivor. Ball's in their
1: court, so it'll be up to, yeah, hopefully some people over there make some good decisions.
2: (laughs) There we go. All right. We're going to wrap this one up, Mike. Thank you again. You have a great season off. Here's Ron to take us out for this final edition of Mike and the Mike. Until next season, we'll see you, Mike. Take care. God bless. Here's Ron. Take us out. Good night, all.
0: I want to finish off the show with a little music and
1: say to all of my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. <phone rings> Bless you and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one.
2: It's always a great one with Mike Albright on Mike and the Mike. You ready to say good night, Mike?
1: Good night.
2: Good night. And that's a wrap for Mike and the Mike for this season. We'll see you back next season. Good night, all.